On behalf of the NHL, I want to tell you how thrilled we are to return to the state of hockey. It's obvious we never should have left. Minnesota, welcome back to the NHL. In the state of hockey, we skate the frozen ponds. We live the game. Welcome from the state of Minnesota, the state of hockey. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's attendance is 18,815, our 27th consecutive sellout. Wildwood winning the faceoff here. Here's Spurgeon going to work right circle. He scores! Spurgeon scores! Takes a look. Here comes Dumba. Matt Dumba off the bench. In front. Scores! Matt Dumba has won it for the Wild. Hit by Spurgeon. Up comes back the other way. Fiala's in for Minnesota. Fiala puts to the middle. Wait, score! You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. Welcome to the Wild Takes Podcast, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Wild Takes Podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. I am Dev. With me, as always, my incredibly handsome, very startlingly attractive co-host zooch zooch how you doing buddy yeah we're doing good man it's it's a wild win last night or two nights ago yeah but the time this is dropping it'll been two nights ago i'm such a dick too because i waited to uh say how you doing until right before you took a sip of your mick golden i know i know (laughs) i had to i I got the mick goldens in the fridge because uh after game one that's what i was drinking and uh they won and I kind of switched it up. I had, as uh, the soda pod calls it, the piss beers, uh, them, some Miller Lights, some bottled Miller Lights, and they yeah. lost the next three. So Can't do that. Yeah. Got to bring no. it back. Well, so we are, we're recording this the day after the Wild have finally returned, uh, regained some momentum in this series. The series is now three to two in favor of Vegas. But I'm sure you watched the game. If you're listening to this, so you, you already know uh, the Wild won uh, by a score of four to two with goals from uh, Kaprizov, uh, Zach Parisi, Jordan Greenway, and an empty netter from uh, Mr. Nico Sturm. And, uh, but before we get to that with, uh, with our guest, Alex Micheletti, and, and breaking down that game and, and what comes next, uh, game going into game four, uh, going back a little bit, uh, which was yep. a bit of a disappointing game, unless you were at Big Wood Brewing in White Bear Lake. Because yeah. – uh, I was uh, I was not able to attend just because I don't live in the area, but I saw the pictures. I listened to the live recording of the It's a Bit podcast, and that place looked fucking lit. Zooch, you were there. Tell us about it, man. It, uh, it you know, it was. You really got to give props to Boss Man JJ and Wags. They they put together just a phenomenal event, and the the way they had it planned, Bubba won another uh, eating challenge. The man just can't be stopped ever since we started bullying him into coming back to eating challenges. And he is just, he, we got some poor patron from the crowd. They came up big Mike. If uh, you know, I don't know if anyone knows big Mike, but big Mike, Mike he was, uh, yeah. And he came up there, gave it his best effort and just got creamed by Bubba. Bubba ate. I, I can't remember the exact amount. I was uh, pretty drunk and so was uh journalist jake if any of you saw the picture from twitter i, I don't think he could open his eyes by the end of the night he, no, was he, he looked like he was hurting. very drunk but 
it, it was a great time. We met a lot of fans out there, and it, it's kind of funny to just kind of see all the people that are following the brand and seeing how many people turned out. And, you know, it was it was a great time. We, they put together a great event, and we can't wait to do more and uh, just do more things. We had a little pint chugging contest, and I can't remember whose brother it was, someone from the Takes brother, some random guy from the crowd absolutely deleted a 16-ounce cup in, like, under two seconds, dude. He opened his mouth, and it's like his throat just parted like the Red Sea, dude. It oh, was, man. It was kind of crazy, but unfortunately, they didn't get the win, but they got the win in game five, and here we hey, go. Man. Hey, hey, this playoff hockey, ages. we've been craving a series here in Minnesota. We've been getting uh, blown out of the water the past, what, four playoff appearances? <laughs> They've oh, all God, been seriously five games, so – yeah, this wild, is, uh, I did learn a, a rather sad fact, but this is the, the first time since 2018 that the uh, Wild won't have won multiple playoff games. No, either... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be that guy. I, it might have been 2016 against the Stars because I think they went Jets, Canucks, uh, Blues. When they Blues were in 17, we only won one. Yep, and the, the Jets was in 2018, I believe. I thought we had yeah. won. I'll look it up right no, now. No, they they uh they I was at games three and four of that series. We won games. We won game three, lost game four, and lost game five. <laughs> I remember game five because I was the I was that guy. Yeah, sure that enough, point. you you're right, and it's yeah. my bad. I got got my no, numbers no, wrong. 2016, man. Yeah, dude. It's I mean you don't want to you know you don't want that negativity in your life. You just, yeah, we won another game in that series. What does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? The streak starts over now, and uh, now it's all about how the Wild are going to come back and win this series. Um, I want to issue a bit of an apology because on the last episode, I got a little <laughs> little too big for my britches and said that the, the Wild would sweep the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, at the time, I believed it. Obviously, Yay. obviously Just don't know. Game two, man. And yeah, it was it was close. It was it was close. Um, you've seen the games by now. The Wild had uh, two goals called back that uh, were real momentum killers, and just yep. uh, shot themselves right in the dick with that. Uh, you hated to see it. Uh, Flower at one point had 120 straight minutes without giving up a goal, even though in in two of the two of the goals that he actually yeah. did give up were called back, of course, but yep. uh, without giving up a goal that, that counted. Um, the officiating this series has been uh, less than stellar. It, it does appear to be getting better. Um, I really don't understand their insistence on just not calling things evenly uh, or consistently yeah. from the beginning of the game to the end of the game, but that's why they're the refs and I'm not. We, uh, you know, we don't have any Tim Peel hot mic situations where they're blatantly saying that they're calling things in favor of one team or the other and trying to keep yeah. it a series or trying to keep it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, the, the refs have obviously been bad, but certainly not the reason that the wild have, have lost. Uh, we are not blaming. We are not blaming the reps. We are just simply stating yeah. facts. <laughs> I mean, it, they've just, been, they, they've, they've left a lot to be desired. And, and I think that's what? a funny aspect of uh, last night, the ironic, or you know the oh the God. irony yeah. in Vegas fans <laughs> Vegas like, fans yelling refuse suck refuse suck oh. is one of the like least self-aware things I've ever seen it was bad it was truly terrific I was sitting on my couch cackling at like one in the morning yeah. eastern time because yep. there's Vegas fans booing because uh 
uh, Jordan Greenway flipped a stick into the crowd. Yeah. I <laughs> which, mean... you know, could have probably been called, but it was funny enough that I don't think it needed to be. Well, I don't, yeah, like I don't I know what you would call on that, like delay of game, I guess. <laughs> the stick goes out. They're like, okay, yeah. delay of game. That's just like kinda... Marsha Show trying to trying to run into him after the play, and Greenway stands him up as like, dude, see, I yeah. will, I will punish you, will, <laughs> like just, just back you. up. Well, they, uh, I saw we talked about Darnell Nurse later in this episode, and uh, him and Greener actually got in a fight, I believe, a couple of years back, and oh, yeah. Greener got the better of them, and they 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 showed a it was a picture of Darnell Nurse, a little bloody in the face after Greener got a hold of him. I don't think that's a guy you want to want to dance with no he's like six six 250 pounds of just God, that line that line makes me just so happy I yeah love it, it really does so things much. for me um ah <laughs> 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 oh, man i had some fun with uh the greenway tipped uh tip stick though this morning uh, i decided to edit it and do that old uh starship meme where they yep. just like throw the i think in the original meme they like launched a cat into space and yep. this time it was john marshall show's hockey stick and i'll tell you what man we tried to tag him in uh in the post on instagram because he uh spoke our guest from last week spoke z yep. made me aware of the fact that uh marsha show is completely a mental head case and is yeah. unable to he has honestly some hilarious insults. Um, <laughs> the responses under his Instagram post. So some kid, some dude like chirped him on Instagram, and he said something to the effect of, "Here, let me actually let me pull." Yeah, it up. I, did, I believe it was. Uh, he goes, "Shut up, little dick, and go suck on your mom's tit, and don't waste my time." And it's funny because you know he's from like. You can tell he's he's uh he's a little foreign in how he types out his yeah. <laughs> like he kept putting and, and and it's just so funny man just how, how does you how do you come up with that I I always get a kick out of when you're that high profile like just relax I don't know right. like I get I get to a certain point like um in Boston you know Brad Marchand he'll go he'll chirp back people and. Yep. Um, you know, people oh, he, come... he chirped our, our very own 10K super fan, Josh oh, Donaldson, Stan. That's true. <laughs> he said, uh, I, I do get commas, pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was very – and, and speaking of tweets, uh, Max Veach uh, of 10K had a very good tweet underneath your – the meme you made of the stick. He, he tagged Jeff Lowen and said, <laughs> yeah, this stick will be appearing in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 coming out next year, two years from now. And I know I, I'm a Marvel fan. You're a Marvel fan. That uh, that that was that was, that was uh, gold. I'm very excited uh, to see see that making its appearance. So uh, yeah, yep. <laughs> Me too. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, if you if you uh, if you do get a chance and you see the uh, see the meme and you're listening to this and you feel like bullying a uh, a guy that has the uh, mental fortitude of a like a roll Seems of toilet to be a paper. Twelve year old. Yeah, <laughs> seems to be a twelve-year-old with some of the things he says. Yeah, he he's like just clearly incapable of letting things go. Um, like you're a professional he, athlete. So he, guy. yeah, he um he blocked he blocked anybody's ability to tag him in things on Instagram, which I did not know you could do. Uh, first of all, like you can't even like tag him in the comments. I knew you couldn't tag people in photos, 
but I did yeah. not know that you could actually just block your username from like not working unless you specifically follow that person. Yeah, that, that's. I, um, so if you do get a chance and, and he happens to be following you, uh, feel free to let him know because I, I do think he'd get a kick out of that uh, that meme. <laughs> yeah, it's not like we're making fun of him. It's just hilarious. no, it's just a funny situation. Um, yeah, it's objectively hilarious if we're being honest. I do think it's funny he made the comment of it's uh yeah it's not going back to St. Paul and then Greenway no. says yeah He's well channeling. you're sticking coming back to Vegas either so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting real Todd Bertuzzi vibes from that quote too. So uh, yeah, we uh, I mean, it's happened once before. We're hoping that it can happen again. And uh, the way that we're going, we're going to break down exactly how it can happen again with our next guest, very special guest, Alex Nicoletti. Our next guest on the Wild Takes podcast is a Minnesota Mankato alumnus and diehard super fan. Uh, Russo's favorite Micheletti, the number one Italian in all of wild fandom, the king of K-Fan himself, Alex Micheletti. Alex, welcome onto the Wild Takes Podcast. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you doing, Doug? Uh, I can't complain. Um, well, I'm, I'm really glad that we have uh, have you on for this uh, this particular episode of Wild, wild Hockey because you uh, have quite a bit of experience with broadcasting. And last night uh, in the in the uh, Wild Vegas game, there was a bit of a kerfluffle uh, as one of the announcers uh, appeared to say that the Wild had been playing shitty hockey all morning, uh, when actually he was talking, of course, about shinny hockey, and people just apparently don't remember what that is. Um, would love to get uh, love to get your take on that, just since we're... Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> my Uncle Joe, I mean, he did not say... <laughs> oh, was um, that Joe? Hockey. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Joe. <laughs> That was all, that was all, you know, the controversy, but, uh, uh, I mean, it wasn't even close. It was shinny. I mean, I don't think, uh, I mean, maybe people aren't used to shinny hockey, um, you know, around the country, but, uh, yeah, I that's what he was saying. No, yeah, one, of, yeah. one of my good so, friends, <laughs> one of my good friends from uh, Georgia texted me in all caps. Did he just say shitty? And I was like, shinny. Yeah. And he goes, oh, <laughs> Yeah, even the yeah, even the uh, one of the the athletic uh, uh, beat writers for Vegas, Jesse Granger, even you know put out a tweet too saying he was saying shinny hockey too. So I mean that was good. And, uh, yeah, not not even close. To, yeah, to no. What, I mean what he was saying. And you guys are you guys are telling me that uh, there's a bit of a, a bit of controversy in Minnesota this this morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, not even a um, a sports station. Uh, it was a KS ninety five, which is like pop music. But they have all the all the stations here, like everywhere else and around the country, have morning shows, and mm-hmm. they were they brought it up for whatever reason, and they had no idea what they were talking about either. So none. Yeah. I'm sure they saw it on Twitter and they were like, Oh, this is a this is a controversy here. He, he deserves <laughs> to lose his job over this. Like, come on. <laughs> You really well, can't get any too. dumber than that. <laughs> well, that's the thing too is like CNBC, which is where the game is broadcast, is cable. You can say shit on cable. You can say fuck yeah. on cable. You right. can say whatever you want on cable. There's no restrictions. They just yeah, I mean, they, we've they... seen we've seen other announcers say worse than that. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at you, Tom Brenneman. <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing, nothing like uh, nothing like watching the Wild on the Financial Channel of yeah. Of NBC. Way. Well, well, I can't remember whose tweet I saw, but they said they're playing on CNBC because they're strictly business tonight. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was Yeah, I think that was yeah, healthy. Healthy. Yeah. Yeah, he's always got. He's always got some good stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, hey, I mean, nothing gets you more excited than like the Shark Tank theme song, apparently. Uh, which, like, it's a great theme song. It gets me <laughs> riled up every time I hear it. Uh, and Marcus, and it definitely... Marcus Limonis on it right after the game, too. Yeah. <laughs> and it definitely got the boys buzzing because uh, they, they came out real hot right away. Yeah. Um, we don't necessarily need to talk about the uh the second and second period but i mean what hey, there what, was what a second your... period last night yeah i don't know <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I thought, they just skipped I until like the final five ish yeah. minutes yeah. yeah um well i'd love to i'd love to get you know your your thoughts and a, a quick breakdown of, of what we what we saw last night and how we can take what we take the good and move it on towards games uh, six and seven now that we're heading back to st paul yeah, I mean, the way they played in the first period, you know, after, you know, after giving up that goal to Mark Stone, I mean, after that, they completely outworked them in the, in the, in the first period. I mean, uh, especially, I mean, you look at that Jordan Greenway goal, he was determined to score, um, making power moves, classic power forward that Jordan Greenway always needs to be and um you know he gives you that brilliance every every once in a while and when you when you see that going you're like wow that that was impressive and then uh classic zach freezy um you know works his ass off no matter the situation whether he's in the press box or playing fourth line third line no power play i mean that was classic he right in front and then you know banks it in past flurry and that's the one thing um, that the wild have to do, you know, if they can get a couple early on flurry and get them rattled, you know, then, you know, that works in their favor so much. I mean, and it gets, gets a couple of the, you know, Vegas defenders that are young, you know, get them rattled too. And uh, you know, keep, keep up the, keep up the four check and, and, and pressure and uh, you know, start to wear out some of the, uh, you know, the defensemen and, you know, some of the, um, you know, the depth forwards of Vegas, I think, I think the wild have better third and fourth lines. And so if they can get those guys going to that, that helps even more. Yeah. Parisi's goal was, it was, it was just good to see the guy works, like you said, as hard as anybody in yeah. this league mm-hmm. in front of the net. And that's just a classic Parisi playoff goal. He all, the guy always shows up in the playoffs. I mean, people don't talk about it enough, but he's the one of the Wild's top uh, playoff performers of all time. Puts up them. He's about a point a game player since he came to the Minnesota Wild, and you know they put him in obviously because of an injury, and he scores in the second game. Not only a you know a small goal, that was a big goal for the Wild. They took a lead, they got their confidence, and they just kind of after that scored another one. And they shut it down after for the rest yeah. of the game. No, absolutely. I mean. Uh, we talked about it with Spoke Z last week on the pod, and he yep. he, pre- he predicted that uh, yep. Parisi would get a game winner at some point this series, and technically that won't go down as the game winner, but for all intents and purposes, it really was because that was the goal that absolutely broke Vegas, and they completely lost momentum for the rest of the period. And like we said, right. um, the second period, as far as I'm concerned, uh, second periods just shouldn't happen anymore. Yeah. Uh, not just, just that the, one, but all of them. All of them going forward. Yeah. We should. Uh, I mean, just dumb penalty. Uh, I mean, uh, Dumba yeah. had a disastrous game. I thought. I mean, he made one key block at the end, but uh, I just and uh, looking at time on ice too, he led the led the defenseman in minutes, which you know <laughs> don't see too often. But uh, no, you know, I think uh, another key thing that we uh, that we didn't bring up is. Uh, Krill getting on the board, getting a goal. Um, I thought 
I thought when he scored two, it gave everybody on the bench life too. And you could just see that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that the boys started playing a lot, lot harder. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so that was nice. Nice to see him get on the board. Cause you know, he had looked frustrated um, in previous games too. Yeah. And, you know, taking tripping penalties. And yeah. so uh, really nice to see 97 get on the board. I'm glad you brought that well, up too. Cause uh, yeah. I mean, I noticed it right away is he just started playing looser um mm-hmm. you know it seemed like he had the whole monkey just lifted off of his shoulders and he you know he started doing some of his uh his dipsy doodle shit that he does which is absolutely incredible and yeah. it usually works and you know he didn't get a chance to bury a second one uh he tried his little wraparound move and flower saw it coming because i guess you know they, i'm sure that they scouted him and were like hey he loves mm-hmm. to do this if he's behind the net so just like hang out um you know i i, I well how about so... that how about that how about that pass by zuccarello too not many guys the, pl- the, the, oh the play the play in itself he he took that puck up the ice and he just battled through every single defender that came near him stick handled and turned around and rifled it right to the stick that was zuccarello has really impressed me this season after everyone has came out they wrote him off after last season they're like no nah, we don't want this guy what a waste of a contract he He's 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 made Carol feel more right. comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you hate to admit it, but that <laughs> that signing looks better as it's it's getting older. I mean, he right. he looks really good this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, the Lizard King has been terrific. Um, <laughs> the Lizard that, King, I love it. Hey, listen, <laughs> I I will always rag on Paul Fenton for the Nino trade. I will never. Yep. I'll never get over that. It's, you both will never it's either. Such a dumb. He's a fan trade. favorite. Yeah. Well, he's a fan favorite, and then you know, Rask. We don't need to get into that, but like Rask. Uh, yeah. You know, again, if he had say, speed, I said this time. last week. If he, if Rask had just like a little bit of speed to his game, he would be a fine player. But he's so slow. He's just so. It's like he's got a damn tractor behind him, and he's he's, he's an anchor on it. Well, that's right. the thing is, yeah. he sometimes. I don't know if he just like just takes a big dump before certain games or what, but like there are there's like one every like eleven games he has like afterburners. I'm like, where the fuck did that come yeah. from? Yeah, <laughs> he'll so, he'll score a big goal at some point, and then everyone's like, oh yeah, he's not too bad. And then yep, off the score sheet for well, uh, the games. classic uh, the Anaheim game makes a huge gap, yep. and then yep. Is somehow out there for overtime for who knows what yep. reason. Uh, <laughs> gets gets you know makes up for it and gets the over, yep. overtime winner with uh, just a snipe. So I mean, uh, yeah, he he. I mean, that's an underrated aspect to Rask. He's got good hands, which is weird because mm-hmm. he's only got three fingers on one of them. Which it just, I mean, <laughs> he's got just, good uh, hands. He's got the a hands quick don't release. match the feet. You know, or you know, no, it's just it, yep, no. I love it. That's a great line right there. They don't. <laughs> I mean, like I said, if he had just like a little bit of speed. I would, right. yeah, I would really like the player, but he, he doesn't, he doesn't no. have any speed. <laughs> no, no, he, no, he does not. Um, so I don't want this to turn into just a rash bash, uh, rask bash. Cause Lord knows I will absolutely spend the next two hours just shitting on him. Um, <laughs> so let's, let's try Let's move on a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And rather than just absolutely dumping on a player, I want to sweet sing the sweet, sweet praises of uh, Cam Talbot because yep. talk about a guy that has absolutely kept us in this series in every single game. He has played his absolute ass off with the maybe exception 
of uh, the game, game four. four. Yeah, that, was, that was a tough. And that was a tough one. His his analytics looked bad because I think two of his goals were on uh, breakaways and one was an odd man rush. And so like yep. his analytics looked not great because the shots were wide open, but there's just right. no defenders there. But I, like even his like quote unquote bad game, he was solid as a rock. He, we've talked about this before with previous wild goalies where they let in a, they let in a backbreaker and you can tell that it was a backbreaker and you just don't see that with, with Talbot anymore. Um, I mean, yeah, it's that's, that's second period. I mean, without him, uh, that, that game is blown out and incredible. I mean, he, some of the saves he made, uh, I mean, Alex Tuck was buzzing again. I mean, that guy is determined every time to try to ruin the wild. And uh, yeah. Talbot answered the bell every time that he he had a chance. I mean, he made some big stops on Riley Smith, too, especially late. That was incredible. Yes. Uh, um, Chandler Stevenson had a couple of like, amazing opportunities to score, and he shut mm-hmm. him down. I mean, uh, and the thing about Talbot, too, as the game goes on, he gets stronger, too. He really does. Um, yeah, that that's the most impressive thing. And the the thing that he's always had, like when he was with Calgary, they had no defense. Um, and yeah. so, uh, you know, the thought process from Darren was, you know, get him in, in front of a better, better, you know, especially a better top four and look what this guy can do. And it's, he's proven every, everybody that was skeptical wrong. Yep. And, um, you know, he just, um, the guys play so well in front of them too. And they get that confidence from cam knowing that, um, Hey, we got a guy that can stop the puck. And it's such a difference from the bubble to now to that. Yeah. Hey, they don't have to worry about, uh, Dubnik giving up a soft bowl and, uh, you know, they can go out there and play with confidence Stay in the, like in the playing it out at the red line and pulling a Tristan Jerry. Right. Right. Oh. right yeah. Ooh, Pizza's up yeah. the middle. Yeah. 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 Too, too soon. <laughs> Yeah. I really want to know what um, he was doing. I, re- I want yeah. to go inside yeah, hey, Talk about a team, you know, goaltending is always the hot topic. Yep. You you think Pittsburgh regrets giving up on Marc-Andre Fleury? I, I think so. Because they they don't regretted have it the up. next year when all of a sudden yeah. he's in the cup final yeah. and they were a first-round exit. Right. Actually, right. I think that so, was a second-round exit because that was the year that the Caps took him in seven. Yeah. Be careful I mean, what you Matt wish Murray, for. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Matt Murray, what a disaster after getting rid of I mean what a disaster for Pittsburgh that's they just have no plan that's tough, you know? that's tough. <laughs> that's you cannot tough. You, really... you cannot you cannot win in the league or you cannot win in the playoffs without a goalie uh Edmonton found that the hard way with Mike Smith I mean they get swept and so goaltending like like uh quarterback in in football it's the most important position in hockey and if you don't have a top goaltender playing well um good luck trying to win a cup Amen, yeah, brother. And, and Talbot, Talbot is Talbot's right up there with the way he's playing. He's he, I mean, he's uh, he's matching Mark Andre Fleury, that's for sure. I would, I yeah, would agree. I, they showed the side by side stats before last game, and I was like, oh, Talbot's having a really nice series. I'm looking at the numbers, and then they show Fleury. I'm like, oh, good God, he's just unbelievable. He's, he I was mean, under one on the goals against, he had like a 95. Safe Flurry had a nine six five going into game five. Yeah, I haven't. Done That's the insane. Math. I haven't done the math and f- to figure out what his series averages now. But I'm, at one point yesterday, it was five hundred. So obviously, it took a bit of a dip. But it took a dip. Um, but really, I mean, me Jake was, Allen vibes. 
I it, that's like exactly that what it, it was. I was getting flashbacks and then I would cut over and watch Montreal and, you know, they're, they, they don't even have, they have him just ready, ready sitting there waiting, backing up mm-hmm. Carrie Bryce and Carrie Bryce is playing out of his fucking mind too. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, there was a point, there was a point in, um, so, uh, one of my friends, one of my friends couldn't watch cause he had something going on. Um, and so I was texting him updates and I got to the, I got to a point in that second period where I was basically like, dude, we have, we haven't gotten a shot off yet. And it's like 15 minutes in, I'm, I was like, I'm, I'm not even sure if we've gotten into their zone, into for, the more zone. Than, <laughs> for more than 20 seconds. And so I went back and I looked at it and um we were in our defensive zone for something like 16 minutes straight which means that Talbot you know everybody always jokes like you know goalies lead your team in TOI um but Talbot was like active in goalie stance for 16 minutes which is just an unbelievable brutal finish physical feat and I mean it would have been something that I think should have been talked about more if Darnell Nurse had not gone and one up yep. him uh with the time on ice record that he almost set iron lungs uh, oh incredible he was unbelievable uh to not i don't want to get too much too much of a side side uh sidetrack tangent whatever but <laughs> i do want to take i want to do want to take just a second here to to get on my soapbox for darnell nurse as just a fucking beauty um that game last night where the Oilers wound up losing in triple overtime, Darnell Nurse logged a little over 62 minutes of ice time. He's about three minutes shy of the record that Seth Jones set last year in the bubble, except for he did it in about two less periods. Yeah, it was five overtimes, I believe, the bubble. Yeah, it was, yeah and it was late in five overtimes, too. And, and right. uh, the third one ended relative. I think it ended around the 11 or 12-minute mark. Um, and, and Edmonton didn't even like play their third pairings in, in like no. overtime. That, yeah, was, no, first, no. that was the funniest part. They had they had a, they had the third pairing guys had like nine minutes, and so so oh, Nurse is just God. getting double and triple shifted, and he yep. looks and he looks like he just showed up and he's going through morning skate. Like he was cool as a cucumber, doesn't look tired, and they they'd cut to him on the bench, and everybody around him is just dead, and he's just like, "Hey guys, happy Tuesday, let's go." Yeah, well, I think Nurse had like six or seven blocks too. So I mean, yeah. he was. I mean, he, he was putting his hurt. body on the line. It was <laughs> incredible yeah. performance. No, it was just unbelievable. And then after that, he, you know, I, the series obviously doesn't go how he wants it to go. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a tough, that's a tough out. And then he drives straight to the hospital and his wife gives birth. Like what a 12 hour stretch for that guy. Like good for him that have your first kid after you have that, like, obviously it stinks that you lost. Um, you know that I hope hopefully the the birth of your firstborn child will you know <laughs> offset that by quite a bit but uh man I just I can't say enough about how incredible that was uh just as a as a total side tangent sorry about that <laughs> no no it's you have to bring yeah, it up especially something yeah. like that it's uh you know the playoffs uh, they bring out these moments that are incredible it's uh it's why nothing will top the nhl playoffs stanley you know going for a stanley cup you you know you give it your all and uh um you know moments happen like like tonight for example alex galchenyuk getting two assists it's uh it brings out the best in guys um you know even if you've struggled um 
you know, you get, you get a little confidence going and uh, you create a moment and uh, that's, it's beautiful. It's awesome, man. Yeah. Seeing galley just pop off is like a fun little, fun little blast from the past. And (laughs) so speaking of blast from the past, I think it's, we've gotten to the point now where we, we need to party like it's 2003. Everybody is I'm sure completely aware of the fact that uh, uh, all time is a stat that keeps getting thrown out all time. Whenever a team goes up three, one in a series, that team wins the series. Uh, I think that's like 202 to 29. The wild are responsible (laughs) for two of those 29 losses, both in 2003 and a fun little tidbit that I, I like to enjoy. Um, The only other time that Vegas has been up three, one in a series, they blew it to the sharks and well and in the bubble last year they blew a two game lead they yeah and they didn't score to late in late in uh, game seven to win that game so it's ha- and I, I i don't quote me on this but i believe they've done something similar before as well there's there's another they're either up two or there's another three one it might have been another three one that they blew in, uh they, they seven uh I, yeah go Oh, I was just going to say, Dev, you you brought up that Vegas-San Jose series. Well, that was the controversy with Joe Pavelski, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with that penalty, and then San Jose just kept scoring. It was incredible. I mean, that's uh, that's why, uh, you know, playoffs, you just – you never know what can happen. Uh, yeah. you got to believe. Right. No, 100%. And that, that five-minute major, obviously, is something that we still talk about, you know, <laughs> two or three years yep. later. And, and it was – you know, it was a wrong, it was the wrong call at the time. Um, and then Pete, Pete DeBoer becomes the Vegas's coach. Yeah. yeah. Like seven months later. <laughs> yeah. You yep. can't make that up. He just says, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, I, uh, I did actually, that did kind of, kind of remind me before we get too far into uh, getting hype on, on, you know, what could be um, I did, I did, uh, get i forget which player it was for vegas but um i want to say it was stone it was one of their leaders it was one of the one of the main guys and before game five they basically said you know what are your plans to uh keep it you know clinch this series in vegas and he was or, you know how are you gonna keep it from going back to minnesota or something like that? he says oh it's not going back to st paul we're not going oh you, you know you know who it was, it was it's Marcia, the, so. it's, yeah it's oh west, that's uh, right west, uh, West version of uh, you know Brad Marchand, uh, the he's yeah. a rat, you know he Man, likes to. I liked him he's a hell until of a player, this, but he this series. Yeah, what a little shithead too, because he <laughs> he keeps trying to instigate things. Yeah, and so I had joked that uh, one of the funniest. I had joked earlier that one of the funniest things I ever saw was um, Spezza uh, stealing a pass to his own teammate <laughs> off the bench <laughs> yep. and then wristing it in. Uh, I joked about that before we started recording and I, that immediately got overtaken by Jordan Greenway <laughs> skating up behind uh, Marsha. So, and just flipping his stick into the stands <laughs> and then Marcia the show, like, try, like, he's like puffing out his chest. Like, come on, come at me, bro. Come on, let's go. Yeah. And, and Greenway's just laughing. He has that goofy he took a shitty run grin. <laughs> took a run at him and greenway did not move he was three hundred dollars into the stands (laughs) yeah and that hey that that one fan that snagged it too he looked happy as a hell oh yeah oh a game you stick with marcia's name probably on there too i'm certain yeah it's got yeah he's got marcia's specific tape job (laughs) yeah Yeah, that was that was that was great and it, it 
It's like, hold your stick a little tighter. What are you mad about? <laughs> I mean, yeah. he just gave him a little, like, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't one. even like, I, so I had actually missed it. I missed it live because I, I was like, oh, the play's over, whatever. And then I just, I, I hear them go, oh, there's some action after the fight. And then I, I run back into the room after I grab a water or something. And I see that and I'm like, wait, did he like check him after the play? Like, what happened? <laughs> then they show the replay and just, Doop. Like, yeah, it was what? great. Another incredible <laughs> moment for sure. Oh my God. <laughs> um all right so we uh we should we should probably talk too though uh what uh what do you think is gonna what, what needs to change with the wild uh in order to make sure that we we do indeed party like it's 2003 what's uh what are the keys to keys to success these final two games um you know uh another half have to have a strong start because you know um after losing uh vegas is going to come out like gangbusters and we Mm -hmm. gotta have we have to match their energy because they want to end it um they want to do it you know uh on the road there spoil you know the wild and you know Mm -hmm. there's gonna be our fans are gonna be there so uh we need to have a really strong start we have last you know last change so uh you know hopefully dean can get uh you know especially caprice offline in uh good situations to you know try to score early um, somehow try to win the face-off battle. Um, you know, <laughs> that's, that's been a challenge, yeah. but, uh, uh, you know, um, limit, limit the mistakes. Can't take delay of game penalties. I mean, especially that one from Dumba, mm. um, you know, that you know, <coughs> Vegas, Vegas cashed in on a power play because of that. So, you know, try to, try to limit, <laughs> limit stupid, uh, penalties, um, and yeah, just bring it. Uh, I think those are those are the keys to the game. Try to outwork Vegas. Try to get uh, some of their young defensemen tired. Um, you know, especially if White Clouds out there. Um, and uh, yeah, go to battle. Yeah, Zuch, what are your what are your uh, what are your keys here? Oh, uh, I I really think they need a complete. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it one game at a time here. They need to have a complete game next game. They need to play a full three period. Because they've shown and they've shown bits and pieces that they actually are, uh, they can compete with Vegas very well. They, they they scored three in that first period, but were offsides in game three, I believe it was. That that goal that uh, yeah three, I think Erickson X scored right after they kind of yeah Erickson X last scored. night right after. Yep. But it's it's they need to play a complete game, not let something like that throw them off too much because I still think game three was a huge missed opportunity being up to nothing because mm-hmm. they, they get game three and this looks a lot different right now but I I really haven't been too worried about the wild it this is a good team I believe it was Jesse Granger was on uh the Bar Down Beauties mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. and he, he hit the nail on the head. He said, Vegas isn't going to close this out in five games. This is a good wild team. They're not, they're not just going to show up and give up and go away. I, I think they need to play a full 60 minute game. Talbot needs to be on his game. Like he has been. I'm not too worried about that. He seems no. to be very stoic and very calm about what he's doing out there. And he's not letting too much bother him. But uh, like Alex said, they got to grind down those young defensemen, Cody Whitecloud. He's a good player, but you get in his head. We saw what he did with Kaprizov that one time. He, yeah, I could see him taking some dumb penalties, and I think we need to get a few of those penalties and power plays as well. Having yeah. no, uh, they they need to have some time of possession next game for sure. Yeah, can't can't have another any any part of the game where you go. Yeah, 
20 minutes without a shot on goal. You can't yeah. – that's just it's, unacceptable going forward. It ain't going to happen again, I'll tell you that much. They're no. not going to hold off another onslaught. Another big thing is, hey, if they get a two or, you know, three-goal lead to continue to attack, this Barry, is a yep. this yes. is a team that can't just go in a shell. I mean, because right. you can see what happened, Vegas, in the second period and then yep. uh, late in the third period, they controlled the puck and they were yep. buzzing. They were throwing the throwing the puck, were wrapping, you know, wrapping it around. And, uh, yep. um, yeah, you continue the pressure and, uh um, you know, not give up on pucks and, and forecheck the heck out of the out of the Golden Knights. Yeah, uh, I only want to add one thing because I think you guys both hit all of the notes uh, that uh, we're going to need to hit in order to uh, party like it's 2003. Uh, the only thing I want to add is I think we need to just keep playing ridiculously physical. Um, yep. The the refs clearly are letting shit fly, and. You know, last night, uh, game game five was the most aggressive and physical that I've seen Suter play in forever, in right. a <laughs> very long time. And you could tell early on that that was making a difference. And it got, you know, um, Greenway, Greenway played super physical. That was probably the best physical game I've seen out of Greenway ever. Um, right. Power did, needs to be. Exactly. Parise yep. did his thing. Um Everybody, Kirill, uh, uh, he had a ridiculous, he had a goofy little hit that will never, it will not make any highlight reels or anything, but he's, he's, uh, he's back checking and he just drops. I want to say, I want to say it was White Cloud just because, but I don't think White Cloud would have been down that far. Um, but anyway, it, it doesn't matter. He had a nice drop in, in the, in the off in our offense or our, our defensive zone and everybody's just if everybody plays strong, plays physical, and we can just keep outworking them, because we've been, I would say that we've outworked them, ironically, every game of this series, except for the one yeah. that we just won. I right. think they outworked us there, but I think we've outworked them every other game. Mm-hmm. Um, Money Puck does that, like, deserve to win O-meter thing, right. and the the Wild were, like, a 27% deserve to win game five, but they've been in like the eighties for games yep. two, three and four. Yep. And you know, it's hard. It's you hate to ever blame it and just say, Oh, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a hot goal. What are you going to do? You hate to blame it on that, <laughs> but that's, that's definitely part of it. But going forward um, you know, I think we just keep up the pressure. Uh, we have now realized how you can break flower. And I think that uh, you take that momentum and, and you roll with it. And you do not give them any room to breathe. Um, yeah, let's just not shoot it at his high glove hand, unless you're Kirill Kaprizov and you're rifling it past. Because I yeah, mean, clearly, if you got a, if you got a one but... timer on a sick feed, then go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Flurry, his, I, his I, rebound I, control has been off. Not I mean, great. Yeah. So yeah, you can get rebounds on the guy too. That yeah, I, I really you know, you I gotta agree cash with that. I mean, I mean, that's why I love having Parisi in the. I'm gonna hit on it again. That's why I love having Parisi in the lineup. He scores those goals. Mm-hmm. Right up front. Even when Johansson was in the lineup, Johansson's fine, but he's not scoring those tight into the net goals. He's he's more of a he, you know he's kind of cycling around. Up he's top, a setup guy passes. too. Yeah. He's such a setup guy. Yep. And Parisi's gonna work his ass off and bang home rebounds. So let's just and he's going. I mean, he played a really good game last night. Yeah, minus a few, and minus a few minor mistakes, but. 
Yeah. He really did play strong on the puck and had a really nice game. Tonight. When you're back on looking. that wall, you want those vets in there too to have that experience yep. and the grit. Um, all right, Alex, we really appreciate you coming on. We've got of one course. last question for you. Um, so the same last question that we ask every every guest of the Wild Takes podcast. Alex McLeddy, what's your wild take? My wild take is, uh, you know, play play like they did in the first period um the other night and you know they can win you know the play a complete game uh four check the heck out of vegas and get an early lead rattle flurry and we can get this back to game seven for vegas which everybody here in minnesota and wild fans all across the country will want and uh yeah let's see uh, let's get fiala and kaprizov uh going again and uh yeah hopefully force a game seven amen i love it and uh, I would love to have that prediction come true. Alex McLeddy, uh, plug plug away with whatever you need to plug. Um, floor is yours. Yeah, um, yeah. Can, if you guys want to just follow me on uh, Alex McLeddy on Twitter and uh, yeah, tweet out a lot of uh, highlights and uh, thoughts on hockey and all sports and uh, huge sports fans. So, yeah, I appreciate uh, everybody if they would uh, give me a follow. Yeah, and I got I to gotta say this too. Uh, can't recommend the feed enough because I will be not, I'll be doing something, you know, I'll be like out walking the dog or hanging out with my wife and I'll like, I'll check Twitter and I'll just see like 47 highlights in a row of Alex just <laughs> compiling them from like the, uh, the, the, the aggregator. He is the, the yep. perfect follow if you're just looking for highlights and, uh, and great takes. So Alex, appreciate you coming on buddy. And uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks fellas. See you buddy. See ya. And thank you, Alex Micheletti. What a wonderful guest he was. Uh, yeah, again, follow him on Twitter. He's a fantastic follow if you're an NHL fan um, and really a sports fan in general, except for me and him like the butt heads on the Kirk Cousins issue, but that's for another time. <laughs> um, but the last part of the podcast, obviously, what we do every week, Alex gave you his wild take, and now Dev is going to give you his. Dev, what's your wild take? So last week – I feel like I maybe jinxed the wild. Um, I'm not super superstitious, but I am a little superstitious, which I know is not the actual quote, but I'm actually, I actually am. I know, I like, I know the actual office quote is I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. I do know that, but I actually am superstitious when it comes to sports and rituals and everything. So like if, you know, like the wild one, when I was wearing a Koivu jersey, so I put on my Koivu jersey next time and I was, Yep. Uh, sitting at this exact part, spot of the couch. And so I made sure to do that. And um, anyway, the last time I predicted that the the wild would win three in a row, they lost three in a row. So no, no game predictions uh, for, uh, for me here. Instead, what I'm going to do uh, is I'm going to predict for the first time this series in game six, the over under the over will actually hit. It has been under five in a row. And I believe that our very own Kirill Olegovich Kaprizov is going to lead the, both teams in scoring. And there's going to be a grand total of seven goals. And I think that it's very important uh, that the wild come out strong. We talked about it with Alex. It's all about getting pressure, maintaining pressure. And to paraphrase, paraphrase letter Kenny, or check back check paycheck baby yep i love it and uh well 
I'm kind of with you. My my, I'm right along the same lines. I only oh I'm gonna go a little deeper since you're gonna be superstitious. I'm gonna dive in a little deeper here. Okay. I think Kevin Fiala pots two Genos and gets an apple to go with it. Ooh. He's gonna get three points tomorrow night. He's gonna lead the Wild, and uh, I think the Wild win five. <laughs> like you, like you said, you alluded to, but we're not gonna say you did because we're a little stitious here. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. The Wild are going to need to get pucks in deep, do their little cycle-cycle game. That's like their little uh, – that's like what they do best. They cycle the puck down low. They cycle the puck up high. They get pucks to the net, and they bang home rebounds. They love playing that dirty game, but they also got the skill game with uh, Fiala. He's going to show you tomorrow night. And, I love uh, yeah. it. Obviously, two, I love it. Wild tomorrow. I, I love it. Obviously, we can't both be right on these – so let's uh, we'll make it into a little bit of a game. If you think that uh, Zooch is going to be right, we'll set up a Twitter poll. And if you think I'm going to be right, uh, well, you just <laughs> pick the other option, the Twitter poll. You know how Twitter polls yep. work. You're a smart person if you're listening to this, uh, this podcast. And that is going to do it for this episode of the Wild Takes podcast, presented, of course, as always, by 10,000 Takes. Uh, Zooch, uh, do your thing. Plug away, brother. Where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, 10K Zooch. Give me a follow or don't. I mean, just follow 10K if you really feel yeah. like it. There, we're 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 gonna be doing big things and many events to come here, as we Amen. alluded to earlier in the show, man. I'm gonna reiterate that. Make sure to uh, to give 10K takes a follow on all on all platforms, um, Twitter and uh, Instagram, TikTok. There's a Facebook page. Definitely check out yep. the blog. We uh, we do post wild content. We also post other Minnesota sports content. And uh, while you're at it, feel free to give me a follow on the Twitter machine at Minabama, as in Minnesota and uh, Alabama, the state, not the college. Fuck those guys. War Eagle. Wild out. Let's go.